Wow. Previously on the Twist Cast. So last time we did a MCU special episode because we are leading up to Endgame, which if you're listening to this now, it already came out and we hope you saw it. I think that's about it. So there's nothing for me to say here. <laughs> that's all we talked about. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. So thank you for tuning in. I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. All right, Mike, what do we have tonight for the news? Well, thankfully, because we only did this about seven days ago, not Not, not even. <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of news, and that makes me feel good, because then we can talk about the meat. You of, mean we're actually we're, caught up with news? So right now we're talking potatoes. Yeah, we're talking potatoes, and the meat will follow. Yeah, we got to get the side shit out after. of the way. Some people like to mix the meat and potatoes. I do not like that. I like to keep. We're, we're going to separate. We're food segregists here. I okay. Eat, I eat everything all like one. I didn't know we rolled that way, but that's. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah. Okay. Whether so you we, like it or not, that's what we're doing. That's how we do it. Yeah. All right. So starting with comic books, as always, Doomsday Clock Ten was pushed back another week. Jesus Christ. Me and Eleven was pushed back officially three full months. Excuse me. <laughs> What was? I don't Doom's, even. Doom's I don't even clock? read these. And holy shit, this is aggravating. So, uh, <laughs> so then they announced the Doomsday Clock uh, collections, which are announced for October and May of next year. So it's usually a hardback followed by a softback. So realistically, we should be followed expecting like back. June and then January the following. No, year. no. I mean, if any, if it holds true to form. That last issue is going to come out, and they're just going to put out the hardcover. Okay, but all those issues leading up to it will be delayed so much that we're going to have those delayed. <laughs> so as of now, issue 11 is in like August of this year. It was supposed to be done last December. My goodness. <laughs> it's just amusing to me at this point. It's yeah. not even... Yeah. I'm not even mad. The comic that I mean, never was. You are mad, but at this point, you just don't care anymore. I, I've just... I've gone... So is it crazy. at least like an engaging story? It is, um, but... It, you're gonna have to justify some shit to me to make <laughs> to make all these delays worthwhile. Uh, so uh, a bigger story here: Scott Snyder, uh, the the scribe for a lot of Batman stories, mm-hmm. he scribed Metal. Uh, he's currently handling Justice League. Why would you say scribe instead of just written? Because it's fancier, damn it. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Sometimes you need to be fancy, dude. Okay. Uh, so he said that Year of the Villain propels the DCU into a giant year-end battle. Um, and he said okay. it will. The event will cul- culminate in a battle between good and evil uh, in November when one side wins, and that will propel the biggest story that he's ever told in his time at DC, beginning in December and ending next spring. Well, so let I'm me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Huge. There's going to be a battle, and one side will win. That's true. That's what he's saying. Yes. I am so excited. This I'm actually, is, this I, is the comic like, event I, of, of I really a like Scott Snyder, so I I'm too. excited. I actually think that he's going to have the villains win. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, and and that makes the story far more interesting to me. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, you moving who, on you, to- You know who else did that? Who? Shh. We'll get to that. <laughs> who, di- who did it? Infinity War. Oh. Infinity War did it? They did that? Yeah. When they do that? Yeah, the, villain, the villain won the game. Yeah, but see, the difference is- there, one villain won. Here, all the villains are going to win. Uh, and I'm curious to see yeah. what that actually looks like. I, yeah, I am too. Mm. All right, so moving on to Worlds of DC. Worlds. Uh, the thing that nobody asked for, Pennyworth, uh, 
has has been locked into a series de- debut on July 28th. We saw, actually saw we saw a trailer. I saw it twice, and both times I'm just like, and Why? I didn't miss it. I didn't need to see it in IMAX, and. I, I, you know, I didn't even have to finish that sentence. I could have just said, I didn't need to see it. I didn't need to see it either. <laughs> and it looks just as bad as we were expecting. Yep. I'm probably going to have to watch it, though, for this week in DC, which fuck my face. I mean, you, don't, uh, you don't have to. It's on, like, some stupid channel, too, Epics. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So what, On I mean, Epics? Look, yeah. I, I have it. I, I have it. Oh, you have it? Okay. It's not like, oh, I, I need to get this. No. 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 I would have been grateful to let it go. <laughs> um, but... We have it, so whatever. Good thing I don't have cable. Yeah. Uh, Jay Farber, who uh, was the writer for the Titans comic book, New Warriors over at Marvel, and has a bunch of his own creator-owned comics, uh, has joined the Supergirl writing team over at the CW. Okay. Okay. So it's actually good because I really loved how Titans was was done as a comic Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. and I, I don't know if his run with New Warriors is one I think it is, but if it is, he did a really good job there too. So uh, it should be interesting. Um, Toit. Yes, Toit. And B.D. Wong mm-hmm. um, is, was cast as Godspeed on The Flash. Godspeed. Um, which is interesting now so- because he's been now Hugo Strange in Gotham mm-hmm. as well as Godspeed on The Flash. So, But it's also Gotham. We don't talk about Gotham. So we gotta talk about golf. Fox and CW, different, yeah, different Johns. I mean, te- te- technically d- part of the multiverse. Different Johntities and you yeah, Johntities. I like that. Thank Let's you. Let's stitch that on a on a jacket. Oh, damn, Philadelphians. <laughs> Mike Clyburn, twisted cape, Johntities. Johntities. I really want the MCU stuff. God damn. Um, so Marvel Kev said the Fantastic Four will probably debut in the MCU before the X-Men. Okay. Um, makes that more makes sense. sense. It yeah. does. It does, and it, it excites me. Uh, see what I did there? Excites. Uh, 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 that was a stretch. It, it was. was very much a stretch. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Uh, Letitia Wright says she learned about Shuri being snapped from the Avengers from the Endgame poster, which is oh. kind of a dick move. <laughs> <laughs> is my character still alive? Nope. <laughs> Wow, that's great though. I mean, I wish I could see like Shuri's actual reaction to that huh? in character and everything. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> um, I'm sorry, you did what now? <laughs> I'm what? <laughs> uh, the TV show with the worst name of all time, WandaVision, is expected to break, begin production in the fall and is said to be a total no. about. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, a total of about six hours, so it'll be so, on the shorter side. Question about the Disney Plus shows. Fire away. When do they take place in the timeline? That is a good question. I was going to bring that up later on okay. when we talk about Endgame. Um, so put a pin in that okay. and we'll bring it back. Uh, we were just talking about this before we started recording. Uh, Thanos will snap your search results in half uh, on Google. <laughs> this is great. So if you Google Thanos, um, is, is, is it just as a part of your 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 search? Uh, no, I think if you just Google just Thanos itself. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's there's, a, there's an icon for an Infinity Gauntlet, and it will just cut. If you click on that like, gauntlet. It just cuts your results. It'll just take you half. up and down the page, just taking away results. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Google. It's really satisfying to watch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. Um, and finally here, the Endgame box office projections 
are closing in on a record-shattering first weekend $1 billion global Jesus launch. fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it, domestically, it's for like Thursday night and what they assume what they assume on pre-sales mm-hmm. for Friday is already at like 350 Oh my God. Right? That's a lot of coin. Like, it's going to stump. Like, we're never going to see anything like this no. again. I thought Star Wars was going to be nuts this year. It's no. not going to touch this. It's no. never going to touch this. It's no. not going to touch this at all. Um, and uh, finally, some video game news. Uh, there's a new DC video game um, called Outlaws being leaked. Um, and the, the reel should be coming either like this weekend or, or, or mm-hmm. next week. Um, I, the speculation is that it's centering around the Red Hood. Yeah. Do we know uh, anything about like studio behind it or? Uh, no, that that was not available to okay. me at the time. So hopefully we get a little more information. So time for what the fuck or whatever. So whatever, whatever. Uh, last night on Earth, that Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo epic will only be three books long, at about fifty pages a piece. And it's about one year delayed. <laughs> No, because he actually, you know, stays on schedule. It's like Snyder's good with this. So, last this is the last story that they will be doing on Batman with with that creative team. Are you what the fuck? Are you whatever? I'm whatever. I mean, I, I'm sad that he's leaving Batman, but as far as like the book only being three books or whatnot, whatever. I, I'm good with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Thick, yeah, thick books. I'm I'm cool with that. Uh, DC Universe app now has more than 21,000 comic books, uh, which has been confirmed. Is it too little too late for the DC Universe app or what the fuck or whatever? I think it's a whatever at this point. I yeah. feel like it didn't launch that well, and so this gives them a second chance. Yes. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it's one thing to, to have a bad launch and to not meet expectations to begin with, but I actually think it might do them better in the long run. To listen to the criticism yes. and you know actually address take action what people about want. it. Yeah, very yeah. good point. All right. Uh, finally, the return of the Marvel Netflix heroes will reportedly take longer than two years because you can't start production until the mm-hmm. end of their agreement date. So even if you waited those two years, you would like you couldn't use those characters and get them to screen um, in time for, for probably about two and a half, three years. What the fuck or whatever. I'm saddened by it, but whatever. I mean, I I trust Marvel at this point to do it right. So just because they can't start production doesn't mean they can't actually start formulating ideas and stuff right now. That's true. So yeah, if anything, it gives them more of a time timeline to develop a concrete story and to fit it into everything now, like this next phase. How are they going to fit it in there? You know, I I kind of think they're going to title your sex tape. <laughs> I think they're going to pop pop these characters in at least a Fantastic Four at the end of like Phase Four, you know. I don't know that it waits that long. Yeah, it depends how long the phase is actually going to be. So That's phase true. has usually been like what about three, four years. So mm, I don't know if it's going to be that yeah, long. Like that. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be that long either. Okay. All right, and this your news. All right, everybody. So I don't think I need to tell you guys, but the cinematic event of a generation has taken place and that is through a film called Avengers Endgame which is a direct sequel to Avengers Infinity War and is the culmination of 21 or 22 well this is number 22 exactly so the culmination of 21 
consecutive Marvel movies, all within the same continuity, something that has never been done before. Um, and shit, guys, like we're alive, we're we're alive during this time for it. It's amazing. Am I alive? You know? Oh shit, I am. Yeah. There you go. Finding new things every day. So, uh, yeah, we were lucky enough to see it on opening night, and my god, was it amazing! Yeah, um, <laughs> it, it really just was quite something to see. Never seen anything like it before in my life. Um, so, with that being said, we are going to be getting into it tonight. Uh, just diving headfirst into it, and you know, just talking with the guys beforehand. We kind of realized that nothing we say is going to be non-spoilery other than maybe like a sentence about it. Um, essentially saying, hey, this movie exists. And that's the most non-spoilery thing we could say about <laughs> it. Because Marvel <laughs> just didn't give any info uh, about the movie at all. Like through the trailers, nothing. That's um, true. Which is an amazing feat in and of itself. Everybody going true. into one of the biggest movies of all time completely blind. Well, it's easy when you lie to your fan base all the time. That's so. true. Very true. So, um, with that being said, if you have not seen the movie yet, I highly advise you to stop now. Um, either get your tickets or wait until you see the movie with the tickets that you have. Um, and then listen to this. So. Smart. Very smart. Um, here is your 10 seconds of silence. So we will not say anything, and this will give you a chance to duck the hell out so you don't hear something that you don't want to. Okay. So having said that, Mike, why don't you get us started on this? So I'm going to drop a quick recap here. So okay. Endgame just basically follows a defeated and demoralized group of heroes uh, left to deal with life after Thanos basically snapped away half of existence. And this, that's not a spoiler because that happened in Infinity War. Unless, of course, you didn't see Infinity War in case, what the fuck are you doing? Or why are you listening to this? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, people do weird shit yeah. all the time. Um, and so th this is just basically them trying to pick up the pieces and, and move forward. So before we really jump into the story here, your overall impressions of the movie, how did you feel, like, without divulging too much about the the three-hour epic that we sat through? It was a lot. I mean... It was a lot. It was very emotional. It was very action-packed. It was just overall very different from what they've done up to this point, and it was very refreshing. I agree. I think it was more comedic than I was expecting it. It was. Yes. To be. Um yeah, I, I I really wasn't ready for that because it's it felt like kind of a harsh shift, you know, from Infinity War, and I, especially and with it, like the atmosphere yeah. that they're in at the beginning, where right. everyone's gone. So yeah. yeah, so I I kind of feel like like both of you like there was a lot to digest, but like even being as long as it was didn't really feel that long to me, which I know feel, sounds crazy because it was a three-hour movie it uh, didn't feel three hours though it really i remember didn't. like sitting there this morning like that didn't feel like three hours it really didn't uh and i think you're uh, dead on sam in, in that 
there was a lot of humor in the movie and it was used to diffuse the situations because they could have gone full DC in this movie. It could have been a heavy slog for three hours and it was not that. It actually felt True. felt good to watch. It was still very heavy. Don't get us wrong. Oh, yeah. But... Definitely was. Uh, so did it meet your expectations? Like, because we, we went into this thinking, you know, Thanos is going to open that hot dog stand, y'all, and it's going to be toy. Well, I mean, Carol didn't sit there and watch Friends, so... <laughs> that is the the greatest tragedy of our generation, if, if I can be so bold. Uh, I, I will say that... What I had hoped for came true for Endgame and in the fact that the Russos really, really directed the hell out of Brie Larson for Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) You and Brie Larson. He loves her so much. Listen, she did a great job with it. Honestly, it's not just Brie Larson. I thought they directed the hell out of this entire cast. Oh, which is Which is mind-blowing because when you watch the list of actors roll mm-hmm. straight down the screen you're just like what the fuck man yeah and re- you have to remember they filmed both infinity war and this at the same time right so it was just non-stop yeah <sighs> it's incredible um but yeah i just wanted to clarify that because all you guys who have been listening to the podcast <laughs> have been hearing me you know shitting on brie larson and and I mean, captain marvel fair, though, i'm pretty sure that that video exists on the internet somewhere somehow i don't yeah. know to be fair though i I think Disney really overplayed Cat Marvel's importance in this movie. Yeah, uh, like we'll talk she, about that. In a yeah, we'll get yeah, to we'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, maybe just maybe just a tad, but I don't I don't know because we will get into it. Yeah, but I I really think she did a fantastic job, and yeah. that's that. Uh, last thing here before we dive into some spoiler territory, because I, I, I really want, you know, if somebody was foolish enough to continue listening without watching the movie. Especially after our warning. Yeah, I don't I don't want you to be fully left out here. So that soundtrack and score, I know we don't really talk about that a whole lot. Yeah. But as parts of, like, as a movie, it is important because it, it sets up the tone for scenes. Um, it, it changes the color of certain moments. Um, and even the silence that, that's, oh, yeah. that's in there, there as well. There was a very important silent piece. Um, so what did you guys think about that? Like the, I can talk about the soundtrack a little bit because there there was reuse of songs from previously in the in the MCU. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> and I feel like those those stood out, but in the right ways. Oh and, yeah, and they and they didn't they didn't use it in the same way. Yes, yes, absolutely. You know. I, I totally dig it. Can I, can I give one of those instances? Hang on to it. Okay. Uh, if you gotta jot it down. No, I got it. Write it in your beard. Up in the mind bank. Whatever, whatever you gotta do. I got you. Um, so you were you saying something about silence? Like, did, uh, did that's you? spoilery. We'll, okay. We'll talk about it later. Right. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't know what else we can say. That's, I was gonna you know, say, that's look, about it. that's that's pretty much it. So this is your final opportunity here to jump off board. To to see the to see not see the movie. If you've not seen the movie, you're going to be screwed from pretty much here on in. So, three, Agreed. two, one. Oh my god, it was awesome! I was so happy the yeah. entire time. <laughs> uh, Mike, you were shaking. I was. Um, so can we just? I want to skip ahead to that final battle scene real quick because that's yes. where it happened. 
that was one of the most epic oh pieces my God, yes. I've ever seen in my life. Like there, there was, there were so many characters and so many things going on, and I thought what we'd seen in previous Avengers movies, you know, this is as good as it could possibly be. This just took the cake, put it in another cake, and then put it in a much larger cake on top of that. Basically, the second that Cap gets a hold of Mjolnir, till the end of that scene, dude, just nonstop all it's it's it starts even, before there even, for even me. before that like it's the moment where the the three the of DC them. Tri- the dc the marvel <laughs> trinity walks out towards thanos i was like oh some shit's about to happen here well, I, I was i was getting the chills when they were oh, like standing up and just watching him mm-hmm. and just and just talking like they all knew where each other was yeah and and they were just like so what's he doing he's just sitting there no, this could be a trap, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's just like Jesus. No, I think what did it for me was when Cap basically finally had enough. He gets the hammer and he just goes to town on oh, him. Yeah. He's so fucking pissed at that oh, point. Oh my god. It was uh all right, so there there's actually <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> yes, yes, that was a great line. Yeah, so there were so many memorable lines there in this were. movie that it was out of control. We'll come back to that in a second. But uh, like there are moments that happen in the comic books that I got to see on screen last night. Hail Hydra! Oh my god! It, I was, was so surprised that they actually went with that, but it worked so well. It was perfect. Um, Cap behind the shield wielding Mjolnir. Like there are splash pages of that. Just Google search that shit, and it looks. It's so clean and directly ripped out of the page. It's phenomenal. Um, Thor's <laughs> Thor's facial hair towards the end because mm, he's he, got change. He goes like full Viking, mm-hmm. which is like badass yeah. as hell. To Braided me. beard um, via lightning. Via lightning, yes. <laughs> I say the ever since Ragnarok, the lightning effects for Thor were just top notch. They've been yeah. phenomenal because he it, it represents the shift of him embracing mm-hmm. who he is. But they just they so he's like so good with that. Yeah. I'm a sucker for lightning and electricity and stuff. So yeah. So what I kind of want to do for this is run through by character. Okay. Because there's so many characters and so many character moments, it is almost impossible to talk about without... Please tell me you have a list. Yeah. I do. <laughs> okay. I do. Um, so I actually want to start with the villain. Okay. okay. I want to start it. with Thanos, okay. right? So he's <laughs> in a very different place early in the movie then versus late in the yeah, movie. Yes. <laughs> so early in the movie, he's retired in air quotes on a farm basically half basically. dead yeah and the Avengers basically go to this this farm and they're like alright well he's used the infinity stones again we don't know why but they, they find out why but they, yeah so he's atomized the stones and he's nearly killed himself in the process and then gets killed <laughs> Thor immediately Thor goes for the head that, well they, they first chop his arm off which was I well, thought why didn't was, you do that to start with? Yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, well, that's kind of, that's kind of heavy. <laughs> like, I didn't expect that. Mm-hmm. And then the head comes off. I was like, oh shit, they're not fucking around. Well, first of all, before we even get to that scene, and I feel like this was the general attitude of everybody in the theater. I don't. I could just be, you know, speaking out of turn here, but I, I kind of just like felt this attitude from everybody that. The way 
the movie led up to that scene, everyone was like, "Really? You're just you're just gonna you're just gonna go for it? Just just like just that? Right here, right up front, right, right right in the first fifteen minutes? You're not wrong. You know, I I feel like every so, everyone was thinking you need to do more than that to just do this. Interestingly, you know? um, they said every like most of the promotional like material that wasn't fake was from like the first fifteen minutes of the movie, and I did notice that. Yeah, uh, same same. So yeah, like of course that's what they did. I think there was only like one or two shots that I noticed that were from later in the movie. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um. So then we, it's a time travel story. So I'm just gonna say that up front. It's a time travel story, and late in the game we get Thanos in from 2014. 2014. Roughly. Yeah. Nine years from the past. Yes. So there is which. This, the present day in the movie takes place in 2023. 2023. Yes. Because Infinity War is in 2018, and then you have a five-year gap immediately at the beginning of Endgame. Yes. Um, so there is a very different Thanos, because he's almost he's almost more impetuous, I guess. He's, he's more brash. He's not as yeah. measured as he is in Infinity War. Because he hasn't gone through all this shit yet to get the stones and everything. Yeah. So. He, he doesn't understand the cost of what it takes to achieve his final goal, mm-hmm. which to me is brilliant because you see two completely different – like I actually almost empathized with him a little bit in Infinity War until he snapped everybody away. It was like you'd almost understand his logic. Oh, I, I totally understand his logic. You I get where he's coming from. You wish we could do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it, it's it was so cool to see just that ridiculous dichotomy in the beginning and the end of the movie. And I think what made it even more impactful that they did that is by not giving Thanos as much screen time. Yes, this yeah. time around. Yes, because you did it in the first movie, yeah. and you already understood what drove him. So to see him not as fully formed as you as you're used to. It changes, it changes everything. Yeah. It right. makes him more villainous. Yeah, Infinity War opinion. was his movie, but this one was all about the core team, the core original team. Yes, so let's start with that uh, core original team. Okay. Um, which of the big three do you guys want to start with? Let's do uh, Cap. All right. Sure, let's go with Cap. So Cap's story is interesting top to bottom. Um, he bears most of the weight of this movie, I feel. Like I think he, he does, may have had yeah. he may have had the most screen time between him and Tony. Yeah, yeah. I think he he probably edged Tony even probably just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and I think that part of that is because the Russos feel so comfortable working with Chris Evans. Oh yeah, uh, because they've done it so much. Right. Um, that they they thought it was the best course of action to almost make it a cap centric movie. Um, <laughs> well, he he's the beginning and end. Yeah, that's the truth. Um, so <sighs> Cap even changes throughout the course of this movie. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he starts out, you know, being the optimistic guy, you know, as they go out to run Thanos down for the first time. But like, by the end of the movie, he's like, he's a, almost a completely different guy. Like, and he, and that really shows when he and Tony and, uh, Scott go back to 2012 and you see cap versus cap. Mm-hmm. And like older cap is like swearing, which younger Cap would have never done, uh, and he's like actually mad at himself a little bit. Like, what, what, does he? He's like oh, son of a bitch. Yeah, like, it's like <laughs> I could do this. All- yeah, yeah, we got it, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
and his story is is crazy because you can see his motivations go all the way back to the first movie. Um, all of them. Yeah. For for every character. Yeah. That's I know I don't know who mentioned it, but someone said something about an impactful lines. Um, and I really think it has to do with all those memorable lines are all returns to callbacks from previous movies that were just like, you know, little, little jabs here, you know, in the, in those movies that were never like answered, Mm -hmm. but now it's like, oh, here's the perfect time for this little one liner to that thing from your first movie. Here you go. And then it's like, ooh, which you shows know, excellence in writing right there. That's called because you paid yeah. attention and you 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 drove continuity uh, top to bottom. Exactly. I'm um, sorry though to draw you off point. No, it's okay. Okay, I'm happy you did. <laughs> um, as part of that, uh, <laughs> you know, he he then you know his story ends with him, you know, returning all the stones back in time, and then. Going back to his his first his first love, uh, a girl that he wanted he's wanted since he he knew he could possibly want her. Mm-hmm. And he lives his life with her. He grows old and passes the mantle on, um, which I thought was awesome. It was cool to see that instead of just being like, oh yeah, here's a new Captain America. They actually showed the progression. And I, good. Yeah, there there was a very clear reason for him to pass on the mantle it wasn't just like yeah i'm i'm done with being captain america someone else needs to do it now mm-hmm. or it wasn't like he died i feel like if there was more than one like um tragedy in the movie yeah for one of the main characters it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't have been as impactful um characters needed to move on in different ways but equally and they did that Yes, and that's what I was hoping for most. Yeah, like I was like, somebody's got to die. Okay, I understand that. But if all three of the the big three guys die, it's it's not going to feel like it was well thought out because that's the lazy way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and instead they delivered something satisfying in the in this case for for Cap. Um, but then picking Falcon, like I love that. You know, Bucky's his brother essentially, mm-hmm. but even Bucky deferred and said, "Sam, go." Like go do what you have to do, and I thought that was that was incredible. Yeah, um, let's talk about Tony real quick. So, can I bring up something? Oh, absolutely! Uh, I, I just thought of right now. So, actually, you know what? Let's go back to it after we talk about Tony. Okay. Yeah. So Tony sees a lot of growth in this movie. Yes. Can we just start with a moment of silence? Yes. For Tony. Pour one out for the bro. All right. He's the one that started this all. Yeah. Drink. I'm having one. Yeah. <laughs> it's just thinking about like we were, that look that he gives Peter last <laughs> <laughs> And now we're in business. <laughs> God, I'm going to miss him. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, he's not. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's gone, gone, because they could use they could use him to fill in as as a hologram at times. It's not going to be the same, though. I know, I know. Um, so if you haven't guessed already, yeah, Tony's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just gonna just gonna just rip the bandaid off. Uh, he dies uh, 
in the most epic of ways. It really does, and it's a it's a direct callback to that first movie. Yeah. Oh, Doctor Strange, you son of a bitch. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm holding up my finger in the number one. So yeah. So uh, yeah. So they're in a in a fight. Tony looks over at at, at Doctor Strange, and he holds up that one finger. And Tony goes directly he after immediately Thanos. Immediately understands. And Thanos goes to use the gauntlet, and he realizes the, the stones, stones are, are missing. Gone. And it, the camera pans over to Tony, and the stones are re- arranging themselves on his Iron Man gauntlet. And right before he snaps, he says, I'm Iron Man. And it was so oh fucking legendary, man. Like, if you're going to go out, you go out like a boss just like that. Yeah. Um, and I, I his, some of his scenes, some of the scenes directly after that were some of the most emotional scenes. Like, oh I, I was so emotional during the movie, it's not even funny. Going back to our discussion about music and sound. That bit for those like thirty seconds or something right after that, where there's just no music, no sound. You just hear the silence of the battlefield and the flames and everything, mm-hmm. as like Pepper and um, Peter and everyone oh, just like walks up to him. And first of all, can I say, God damn you, Tom Holland, because you oh got me God. again, you he's son great. of a bitch. He he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> it's perfect. It, I mean, like it really is. That sense of loss would like, as if I already wasn't like. Like, I was making the ugly face as I was about to cry when Tom Holland came up. And I was like, he, like I I wasn't as upset when Pepper came over to him. But when Tom, when Peter comes, comes over to him, I was just like, oh, Jesus, I'm going to lose it. And it's not going to be pretty. Yeah. Um, because the whole reason, I don't want to say the whole reason, but I think the deciding factor. So for Tony, part of his story in this movie um some of the Avengers come up with this way to get, you know, the snap reversed, but they need Tony's help. And at first, Tony doesn't want to do this. Because? Because he has Pepper as a wife now, and he has a daughter. Morgan. He doesn't want to lose what he has, um, and he, he feels that, you know, if he, if he goes through with this plan that the rest of the Avengers have come up with... Um, the probability of surviving is not very high. And he essentially to him, he had this second chance and he used it to build a family, which he doesn't want to lose. Yeah. So, but he, he knows in his heart that he can't sit back and not, not give the world a a second chance, essentially having everybody back. And Pepper had a lot to do with it. Pepper has a line in there. Yeah. It said, yeah, you could sleep, but could you rest? Mm -hmm. Yep. And it was just like, Oh my God. She knows him. Like, yeah, yeah. he could put it off to the side, but he's never going to be able to live with himself. Yep. So that, that was one of the deciding factors for him to go through with the plan or to help the Avengers. And then the other one was, he sees a picture of himself with Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Holding his award upside down. Yes, I, I noticed yeah. that. <laughs> That's so Peter. And uh, yeah, you you could tell right then. It's like, why wouldn't I give this kid a second chance at life? You know, let alone all these other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that it, it was almost like he brought Peter back to life like and I, I was actually thinking about Infinity War. We don't trade lives. 
I feel like that happened with Peter and Tony. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. That That's a very good point. Um, and then, you know, he got to, he got to go back and see his dad, mm-hmm. you know, and that was, that was actually really that's something impactful they've been, as well. Yeah. They've been boiling that since, uh, civil war. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right in the beginning with that hologram thing. Yeah. And even, even before that, you Russo's. know, even, yeah, <laughs> even before civil war, you could tell, you know, Tony, whenever he brings up his father, it's like, God, you like, him and Captain America just annoyed the shit out of them, you know, because they were best buds. And, uh, you know, this was just a, a great way to to cap off, no pun intended, um, that relationship with Howard and Tony. Speaking of Cap, so isn't it poignant that, you know, Tony gives Cap his shield back? Because it basically says, hey, guys, we're ready to go. Let's get this thing moving. Yeah. Um, and I, I, thought, I thought that was awesome. It showed there was at least a a basic level of trust back between those two. Um, if not a very high one, that shield is very symbolic. Um, and it, it showed a little bit of a uh, forgiveness there between, between Tony and Steve. That was very, in, like a very expositiony scene because they could have just left it with Tony giving Steve the shield back and being like, this is, I trust you now. Yeah. You know, but he gives him the shield and then he's like, essentially like, I don't like being mad at people. It's corrosive. I don't like it. I trust you again. And I was like, did that really need to be said though? But this is just me being nitpicky. Um, but I, I think that was kind of one of the. Honestly, doesn't it kind of feel good to be nitpicky? Because yeah. there are no real glaring issues. No. So, I mean. And. Wh- when that's the level you have to go to, you're like, okay, well, you know what? I'll take it. Dude, it was a fucking three-hour movie that brought together 21 movies, and I'm <laughs> nitpicking about one fucking line. <laughs> how how amazing is that? That's amazing. It really is. Um, Thor. Can we talk about Thor? Okay. I don't like Fat Thor. I'm just going <laughs> to start with that. Yeah, that was probably the most off-putting yeah. uh piece of the movie so my like, wife said why that too. is this a thing uh it was amusing to me like it was amusing for like the first few seconds but i'm just after a while i'm just like okay why why did we do this i thought he was gonna like and he was gonna be like fat yeah. shape. i thought that that wouldn't have felt earned um but yeah i mean outside of being a fat slob who hadn't <laughs> shaved or cut his hair in, in years um <laughs> what do you think about his story arc overall I feel like it's something we've seen with him before, like that I don't know what to do now and slowly like, okay, I'm going to become this leader again and just kind of do my own thing, essentially. And see, that's part of his whole tragedy to me because he's lost everything. He has. Everything. So why wouldn't you question yourself? Why wouldn't you question everything you've done up to this point uh, and then just throw your life away by drinking beer after beer after beer? Um, and playing Fortnite, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with your friends who thre- threatening like ten year old kids. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> uh, look, it, it's justified. You've never been called the N word uh, <laughs> and had it hurt you um, <laughs> by ten year old online. It's terrible. It's fucked up. It is. <laughs> it happens all the time. But that's not about me. This is about Thor right now. Yeah. So, so I yeah I. 
like you said, it, it was amusing uh, in the beginning. And, you know, especially by a time, like, where they all split up and they had their missions that they needed to do, I thought he would he would have gotten his shit together. Mm-hmm. But no. it... See, I, and I then... Did, I did appreciate that, like, it took his mom, you know, to do... And, like, he needed that emotional push because he he lost all of his family and he had this chance to see the one person that mattered most to him. Yeah. Yeah. And he, even though he could have, he could have been like, yeah, I'm going to change your future here. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to know what's happened. Is it supposed to happen? You know, we're just going to roll with it. And I love how she knew he was from the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Immediately. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So I felt like they tried to incorporate almost too much of Ragnarok Thor because he was kind of jokey and improvisational, which is great, but at times it was almost out of place. Um, but that's kind of where the character's gone a little bit, away from like the real heaviness of Thor 1 and Thor 2. Yeah. And, you know, the more lightness of Thor 3 and, and then Infinity War, which gets a little dark again. But, um, yeah, I, I thought I thought his character arc was was huge uh, in this movie, especially once he oh my god that moment where he's uh, holding Stormbreaker and, and Mjolnir, Mjolnir. Oh, <laughs> <my> god. <laughs> lightning coursing everywhere. Oh my god, and, oh. badass dude! He was a, he was an absolute badass when when the time came. Were you expecting Mjolnir to come back? No, that actually shocked me because I was like, all right, how is he going to wield both? And have it not cause a time paradox, but yeah, I guess that doesn't matter. Mjolnir was where Mjolnir was supposed to be. It's crazy. It's madness. Fucking time travel. This whole movie—that's like my <laughs> biggest thing with this movie. It's like I, you define your own rules, and you still confuse me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it's tough. Um, so I, yeah, I mean Thor. Uh, Thor's arc was probably my least favorite. In the movie? But he didn't command the screen time in this movie that he got in the no. last no. movie. That's true. Um and, and last last movie it was it was meant to show him as that tragic character. Whereas this one he was He, he was the comic relief. Yeah, he's essentially dealing with PTSD in the only way that he knew how, which was kind of to revert to that petulant childlike Thor who being a drunk. Yeah. <laughs> likes yeah. to drink. He likes to drink and likes to whore, but he didn't whore at all in this movie. Yeah. Uh Black that Widow. That we're aware of. That we're aware of. Yeah. Black Widow. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Pour one out for her as well. Fuck Vormir. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. So, her arc w- was super sad to me. Um, I mean, it started early on when she was the person rallying the Avengers and basically said, hey, this is my family. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't have a family of my own. I've I've never really known my family, so... All I have to do is make do with what I got, and these are the people that are that are my family. And she goes and looks after Hawkeye and uh, gives her life in like the, the craziest way on Vormir. Yeah. Um, oh my god. So that Clint can obtain the Soul Stone um, and be with his family, and I that was a point where I almost cried as well because that it was just so heavy. Yep. Um, but she was a badass throughout this movie. Like I was not expecting it to shake out that way. No. no. 
at all. I didn't even actually even put two and two together of what needed to happen when those two landed on Boromir until it got to that point. I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. Yeah, when they both landed on Boromir, I, I actually was like, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I knew immediately. And uh, I, didn't, I didn't know how it was going to go. Um, Sorry, Jesse. Should have known. I mean, you're the most logical I one did, of us, dude. I, Come on. Yeah. Once, once we finally got to Vormir, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's right." That's <laughs> when it hit me. I'm like, "Oh fuck, which uh, one is it?" So, like, I actually thought Clint was going to shoot Natasha in the leg and Stop jump. Her. Yeah. Well, I mean, he did shoot an exploding arrow next to her. That should have because he wanted her. to survive. Yeah, <laughs> survive and be at, in peak shape for. Um, you know what was to come, but man, uh, this is now confusing because what are they gonna do with the Black Widow movie? Was that supposed to be prequel, like her origins? I'm, I imagine now. <laughs> like, I thought that was the plan from the start, was to show I, I don't her remember. origin story essentially. I talk about these things. I don't always remember these things. <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I don't, uh, you know, she. She's gotten a little older since the first time we've seen her. Yeah. So yeah, but look tough. what they did to Nick Fury. Nick Fury, Captain uh, Marvel, the uh, fucking Hank Sam. Pym. Yeah. Look what movie. they did to all of them. So, yeah. I, I dude, think Hank, they got it. Hank Pym. Oh my god. <laughs> that was like, it was a, it was a sh- like like, like pixel they, perfect. Like they went back in time and pulled Michael Douglas. Yeah. Out of the past and, and tossed him <clears> in this movie. It's absolutely bonkers. Uh, so let's talk about Hawkeye okay. so while we're on our human heroes. Hawkeye slash Ronan. Yeah, so I, I, I wanted to back up for that because the movie actually opens with him. Yes. On on the farm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As if you needed a, a gut punch again because right before the movie, <laughs> I watched Infinity War again. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Well, people getting dusted. This sucks. And it's like, oh, Yeah. Uh, Hawkeye's family just dusted. And he didn't know anything Fuck. that was going on on yeah, top of it. Yeah, he's freaking out. <sighs> yeah, that that was awful. And it's, it's, I think the setting of where he was when it happened was even, even isolated. Yeah. Even worse, too. Well, he's not isolated, which I realized in one of the shots in the movie. I always thought he was in like the middle of nowhere, kind of on a farm, and they there's like houses around theirs. Yeah, but like, they, they have close. a lo- they have a large yeah, and they're yeah. still in the countryside. Yeah. So, but you know, so his family gets dusted, and you know, if you were, I don't know, in like a city setting or even inside a house, it's like okay. Maybe someone's like, you know, ducked inside another room or no, like in a closet. <laughs> it's like, no, you're in a wide open field. There's nowhere anybody could have gone. And you could just tell he knew. He he just starts like taking like a half step one direction, then the other direction. Then he realizes like there's nowhere they could have fucking gone. They vanished, you know, yeah. and, and it's just. What do you do? What do you do at that point? Well, you start murdering <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah, hard. Uh, and man, that was satisfying because he was—he's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> I just love—you know—yeah, he can be an archer, but I'm going to take the sword and just wreck. He's an assassin. Cartel members. <laughs> yeah, like it was—it was awesome. And then he was still 
relatively important as the movie went on, you know. Yeah. Especially on Vormir. Um, you know, he didn't want to make that sacrifice. And after the sacrifice was made, like, you could tell he was just wrecked. And to be, and to his credit, though, he didn't make the sacrifice. Natasha forced his hand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he jumped. <laughs> that, yeah. That conversation was great. He's like, I get the impression we're thinking about two different things here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh and, and then when they all come back to the platform and he just sinks to his knees mm-hmm. everybody and everybody's like happy because they you know they, they finished their, their mission the thing yeah and like the the moment where they all realize that it's just i like, think bruce was the first one to finally realize yeah. it and he sinks to his knees too yeah and... yeah it was it was insane no i think he just punches the floor well i mean afterward yes yeah. but like yeah. initially you see him like kneel down Oh yeah, you're right. Uh, so you're right. Right. so before we go away from Hawkeye, nail it. All right. So there's one thing that bugging both Sam and I during this movie, like it, immediately when it happened, we I I like kind of turned my head a little bit because I saw Sam reacting a bit. So there's something I'm not buying about this moment here. <laughs> okay, like big time. Okay, so it's a little bit toward the end of the movie where Bruce. Uh, uses the gauntlet to reverse the snap and then Thanos just destroys the Avengers compound. You see uh, you see basically where everyone is as these things start exploding and everything and then it cuts to the aftermath and everything. How the fuck is Hawkeye still alive? <laughs> I thought that immediately as I'm well. Sorry. So, so like <laughs> I understand Iron Man. I understand Cap. I understand Hulk. I understand all of them. <laughs> I can even suspend my disbelief for Ant-Man saying that, okay, maybe he shrunk down, no, avoided he did. the shrapnel and stuff to avoid a lot of that stuff. As, I, as soon as the hit came, you see him shrink and fall I back. mean, okay, yes. He's still human. <laughs> so would have killed him. But I, I, will, I will be willing to suspend my disbelief for that one. But Hawkeye, he's just a dude. <laughs> he's got nothing special about him, except that he's a master archer. <laughs> How did he survive this massive explosion? Assassin. And then the collapse of everything around him. How? Yeah. He wouldn't. It, He'd be dead. It, it's not even like he was on like ground level. Motherfucker was down like two floors. Yeah. He would be dead. End of movie. For him. Not, not end of movie, but for well, the end gauntlet of his would life. have been down <laughs> there. The Chitari would have gotten the gauntlet. Donald's would have got the gauntlet again. Done. End of movie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, I I don't know. I'm happy he did die, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I was I I was thinking that myself. I was like, how the fuck? Like I I literally my my mental progression was all right. Hulk's alive. I got that. War Machine. Cool. 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 Hawkeye. Fucking Hawkeye. How did you? What? Yeah, I understand. How you're not buying that at all. <laughs> so let's. Would, would I want to get one time in a movie like this? Is when something like that happens to a person like Hawkeye, for everybody else to be like, <laughs> you know, so just like just like talking, and then you know Hawkeye shows up and they're like, oh, f- oh my god, <laughs> how how are you still alive? <laughs> it's almost like Pineapple Express. Yes. When um, oh, <laughs> uh, what's what's his name? Uh, Danny Danny McBride. Yes. He just gets shot up, hit by a car, like, like burned. He gets wrecked throughout that entire movie. And he's just alive he just at, the, <laughs> at the end of the movie somehow. Like, a plot. Like, and he's just like passing out in the diner at the end. Like, we need to get you to a hospital. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. I lost a lot of blood. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's that's Hawkeye in this movie. 
he uh, just he needs to get gone in the what <laughs> extreme luck extreme luck all right who's that's, next on our list that's a superpower hulk okay uh, so we see a lot of change here uh, and starting back in ragnarok his arc is ragnarok infinity war Endgame. Yeah. And you can see you can see there's a real change where he goes from being Hulk for an entire movie, essentially, to being Banner for an entire movie, to being a blend of the two. Mm-hmm. Professor Hulk, if you will. Um Yeah, I'm, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Yeah, it was weird. It was very weird. It was uncomfortable to look yeah, at. It was. Um but it made sense. Um, you know, because he'd been struggling with, with who he was. Two, yeah. yeah. And he found he found a balance, um, and led to, to like two of my favorite moments in the movie, comedically, uh, the one in the diner where he's like, "Hey kids, you want to take a picture with the Hulk?" And they take a picture and like, and then Ant Man goes, "Hey, you want to take a picture with me? I'm Ant Man." And the kids are like, "Nah." No. He's like, "Oh, just take a picture." And he's like, "No, nah. like, nah. take the goddamn phone." Yeah. <laughs> like, towards the end. And then uh, the other moment, uh, while they're time traveling yes. back in 2012, <laughs> he, he like, like uh, all right, you got it. So he rips off his shirt and he's like, uh, maybe smash some stuff on the way. And it's the most half-ass smashing I've ever seen. Uh, that seems gratuitous. Uh, is that what you said? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, you pick up the motorcycle. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it was really funny. And then uh, the the snap that that he puts yes. his body through and you know it's it's heroic i mean there's just so many hero moments going around for all these people do you think he is there any recovering from that i don't know i, I don't know but hulk like, is, is supposed to like, be with his hulk he's supposed maybe. to regenerate okay i was gonna so, say is he gonna have like a gimp arm for the rest of his life uh, i don't know it's fucked up to look at like, yeah it was it was hard to look at. I, I think with all the gamma radiation he should be fine but yeah, we'll I mean, see. It's an insane amount of power. Right. Um, because it was the, – the thing that made me think it might not heal is because he made a point of saying the stones um, like exude massive amounts of gamma radiation. Okay, that was another thing. I was just like, like what, how, do you, how the fuck do you know this? Because yeah. well, he, he sees well, – like as as Hulk, he can actually like see the gamma wavelength. When have they ever said that? I'm just telling you about the, about the character. I <laughs> yeah, know but that. When about have the they ever said that in the no. MCU? They never said. That. So how do we? Actually, I, I guess you could take readings of the area after that. Did but... they ever address that in, in Incredible Hulk? I'd have to go back to watch it, and I really don't want to do that. <laughs> but what made me think it might not heal is because it's gamma radiation that maybe causes it. You know what I mean? True, but he's also kind of fueled by gamma radiation. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I imagine it would actually have to be something else. Hmm. Like one of the other like spectrums that he m- may apparently be weak to. Who knows? Gotcha. Um, so some of these are going to be kind of quick. Uh, War Machine. Um, he's there. Yeah, he's, he's there. I mean, he's around when he's supposed to be. Not around when he's supposed yeah, to be. That's about it. Um, an interesting point uh, I noticed. So in the comics... War Machine and Captain Marvel date a little bit, mm-hmm. and early on in uh, that first scene where they're on the telecalls, yeah, like they they share a look, and it kind of sent my little magical antenna on the back of my head up a little bit. Like, hold up, what's going on here? Right, y'all doing that? Mm. Y'all, y'all y'all doing that at all? Well, I thought doesn't Peter also date? Yes, Carol. 
Yes. And and, and then she's yes, like, but no. She's like, hey, I mean, Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, that, that's a weird. That's a weird relationship. Pete's Pete's pulled some tail in, in his time yeah. as a superhero, which is amazing to me. Um, so yeah, War Machine. Yeah. He, cool. he, had, he had that moment with Ant-Man right before the taco thing. Right, right, right. You, you want to talk about that real quick? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're, you're talking about Hulk, right? Y- yes, yes. Yeah, like, not, so not he, War Machine. He, he part of, he was, War Machine was, he was part, of, part of the reason. Like they, I brought that up. Because Go, Nebula... Yeah. Nebula so what happens with the scene is that you see Scott sitting outside in the compound and he's trying to have some tacos. And then all of a sudden Nebula flies down to the Milano... <laughs> And uh, she startles him basically and sends a few things flying around. And <laughs> All so, the toppings. He's yeah. basically holding shells. <laughs> He's basically just holding the shells. Uh, so then she starts walking off the platform and he kind of she kind of looks at him and then she radios into someone. You don't know who it is at that point. And she's like, watch out with your landing. There's an idiot on the platform. <laughs> so then like she walks away and about two seconds later, like Scott's like, what the fuck? And then War Machine just lands there and scares the hell out of him. He's like, ah. And What's then, up, regular sized man? So then he <laughs> walks right. away and then Hulk comes out and just gives him two tacos. <laughs> just hands him two yeah. tacos. Like his face is like burned into my mind. Hand him two tacos, dude. <laughs> and Scott is just sitting there so out of place and just so confused <laughs> at just what happened. And I, I, I was talking to Mike before the the podcast about this but hulk handing scott the tacos was like the uh, the old coke commercial um if you guys don't know what i'm talking about look up mean joe green coke commercial and it it's like you know this huge hulking football player gives this little kid a, a coke bottle and it's like the hulk this huge fucking person giving regular size man um <laughs> these two tacos and then also for me what made it even funnier was the music that started to play at that moment that like followed into the next scene but it was so perfect for that for that little thing there um yeah you just you just have to see it that was one of my favorite funny moments though all right so uh, let's move on to captain marvel who, who i brought up okay who's there in the beginning she was there at the beginning for maybe about like 10 minutes worth of screen time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then she showed up at the end of the final battle scene. And she was good. I liked her what, with what she was in. I just feel like going into this movie, they hyped it up so much of how important she would be in this movie. And she was important, but I don't think to the degree that they were making it out to be. I don't think it would have been believable for the Avengers to win without Captain Marvel. I, I And I get that. I, I just that. I just feel like the way that they kept portraying it was that she was going to be a major player in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think in the beginning, you know, she kind of shows off. She's a little cocky, if you will. Like, oh, what's going to be a difference? Oh, you didn't have me. <laughs> and, but I mean, but I'm, she's right. She she's <laughs> absolutely right. I mean, she's like, he's. It's just him. There's no armies. There's nothing. And and uh, maybe it was like, it might be enough. And Captain Marvel just crashes into that hut and just like, all right, what's up, bitch? I'm here. <laughs> You're my bitch. And Thanos just like, who the fuck are you? And just like puts him in a headlock and just like, yeah. There's nothing he can do. Single-handedly like, incapacitated him. Yep. I mean, granted, he was also weakened at this point, but he, still. Still, it's... It, still very strong. Highly impressive. Yeah. Um, And then... Oh, at the end, though. When she comes, When she comes back, like, there's a, that moment where, like, they're like, wait, they started... They're aiming the cannons upward? Like, so, they, they, like, so what I initially just, thought was it was the Nova Corps, but I realized the Nova Corps was already there. there. And I was like, 
And then I was, oh. And they get the signal saying something just entered Earth's atmosphere. And I was just like, as, as soon as they said that, I'm like, shit, yes. she's back. Yes. And she was angry. Oh. She wrecked that destroyer. And it was phenomenal. Like, she just lays lays a smack down on that. And then proceeds to come down and just kick the shit out of Thanos for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Which was, like, I thought she was going to break his hand. And, like, take the gauntlet off and just be like, all right, here you go. <laughs> See you guys yeah, later. Yeah, I was expecting something like that, too. But then there was that one scene that was probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie um, when she gets the gauntlet from Peter. Yeah. And then hey, Peter, Parker. Peter was basically just like, how are you going to get on, all? Hang on. Can we stop real quick? Can Pete stop giving out his real motherfucking name? <laughs> yeah. For like a second. Right, right, right. Protect your shit, man. I mean, he's still also a 15 year old still. Yes, but I would protect my ass. <laughs> I don't want everybody knowing who the fuck I am. I don't know that I'm gonna like these people in ten years. What if they they turn and decide they want to kill me and just get up? Oh, yeah, I'm Pete. like Flash does it all the time. I'm Barry Allen. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> sorry. Anyway, sorry. Um, so there's that scene where like uh, he passes off the gauntlet to her, <laughs> and he's like, "Are you sure you're gonna be able to make it all the way over there?" And then all the women around him yes. just start ganging up and helping her to get through. Oh, that was such an awesome so, scene. Uh, yeah. I it's A Force, which is just like a, a female, all female Avengers team, mm-hmm. and my God, I was so pumped up for that. The second that Okoye comes up, it's like she's not alone, and oh, then they like, all just start coming like, yeah. up. Oh my God! There's a lot of females. There's a lot. There, like you don't you realize, don't realize it that until, until that moment. <laughs> well, what was great is oh, Pepper in that rescue armor. Oh, oh, just that one like brief second where you had Tony and Pepper like back to back. Oh my God, <laughs> that was nice. So what was nice about the A-Force moment was it built upon a smaller moment, a similar moment in Infinity War. Remember? Oh, yeah, with uh, Okoye and uh, Widow. Yeah, Okoye, Widow, and... Um, and Wanda. And Wanda. Yeah, Scarlet So Witch. it's like they had that little moment there, and now it just... Every, added, everyone like, Valkyrie was and there. Shuri yeah. And- like it was out of control, man. That was fucking fantastic. That was that was a moment. Yeah, Whew. like I'm I'm happy that it it, it shook out that way. Um, anything else with Captain Marvel? For I, I think that's for it. because I, I mean good. she's only in the movie for like 10, yeah she's not 10, 15 minutes too total, much in there and it's you know uh, her hairstyles real quick. My wife brought this up on the way home last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked it. Like she she was like I don't like her with short hair. And I was like, I well, prefer that's, that's that's what I when I think of Captain Marvel, I think of her with a short hair. So yeah. do I, and it makes it tactically makes sense mm-hmm. because you don't want to be in the middle of a fist fight with long ass hair and somebody just grab and just whip your. I don't think because <laughs> Thanos punched her right in the face and she didn't move, so I don't oh think anybody's whipping such her around. A great moment, <laughs> no, that the, the <laughs> headbutt. The, yeah. I think that was the the only moment in that entire movie that I was just like. Holy fuck! <laughs> like audibly said, "Holy fuck!" Because he hit her, and she just looked mad. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, you're dead. <laughs> She's going to murder you." Um, all right, that was that was a Shazam moment yes. right there. <laughs> you're dead. <laughs> uh, Rocket. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ro- the, I mean, he had he had a couple of moments, but I think he's best when paired with Thor. Yeah, those two work well together. And it's just. It was just so. Oh, I, the, the Ant Man thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, look at the puppy. <laughs> he literally pets him on the head. <sighs> Such a dick. It, there, there were so many moments where they totally preyed on 
Scott Lang being completely <laughs> oh out of place, really and that was one of them. A hundred percent. Actually, let's talk about Scott real quickly. Yeah, please, please. Yo, I first mean, of all, the motherfucker was great. Oh my god, he's fantastic. He was. Yeah. He's fantastic in anything he does. Paul Rudd is just amazing. But, I don't know, I, I love how he was just like the clueless, out-of-place person the entire time. But well, he's the one who came up with the... Yeah, he's the one that basically comes up with the plan to save everything. But, you know, it makes perfect sense that he's clueless, because... He's he feels like he's been gone for five hours and he comes back to complete devastation. He's like, what the fuck but happened? Even here? after he's had time to process that. Uh, do you really process I, that? I mean after, after this he's movie, time to like move on to other stuff, basically, and that's not like at the forefront of his mind, and he's like trying to do all this stuff, he's still the clueless <laughs> one. But I think that's what makes Ant Man such a fun character is that like all these other heroes are so competent. He's not the competent one. Hank Pym is. Is if there was no Hank Pym, he wouldn't be Ant-Man. Yeah. So like he's just along for the ride half the time. And, and I think it was really important to have a character that was taken out of that moment because for everybody else yeah. Uh, yeah. by by the time Scott came around fatigue massive mm -hmm. massive fatigue they had been living those for five years already so has, has set in you know with with no plan to move forward um even though they can't emotionally move on and then you have this character that comes along um accidentally avoided the entire thing and comes back and is like well wait i might have a solution for this and he's just ready to go you know, he, mm -hmm. he brings that spark back into everybody. Mm -hmm. So something interesting just crossed my mind. Yeah. He says it's been five hours for him. Yeah, sure. So Ant-Man and the Wasp happens. Then we get Captain Marvel. Mm -hmm. Then we go through Infinity War. Or not not Infinity War. Was there another movie in there? Mm. No. So it went, there was it went Infinity War, Ant-Man, Wasp, Captain Marvel, this. Yeah. Damn. All right. That shoots that out of the water. Because I thought there may have been five hours of actual movie between Scott being left and Endgame. No. But no. That, that would have just been Captain Marvel. No. Correct. All right. That's my bad. That would have been cool. Uh, all right. So we got that. Got that. Uh, Nebula. I was really happy that she got the majority of, or a good chunk of the screen time. I always felt that she was a very underrated character mm -hmm. that had a lot more to tell. And so I'm glad that they actually did that. You're you just love her because she's kind of a sarcastic bitch. Yes. <laughs> like the entire time. I, I just like Karen Gillan. <laughs> yeah, and of course, of course. She's I awesome. She's just phenomenal. like her character. I felt like she just never got the due that she deserved. I I thought she did it really well for the entire movie, except for I don't know why I feel this way, but um it was the one one scene where she was in the Avengers compounds. Mm-hmm. And she was telling a story, and it was she was almost like whisper, like talking, like this like tragic story, and I I just felt like it was a little bit too melodramatic, you know, mm -hmm. maybe just a little. Um, you just have to remember that she was constantly tortured by Thanos, so like and she's not yes. comfortable with emotions and stuff. Right, and you do have to keep all of that in mind. What made it stick out for me, though, is because all these dramatic things were happening mm -hmm. that seemed bigger than her situation, yet she made her situation seem just as grand or like even like more dramatic just by the way she was um, by her performance, essentially. Yeah, it's fair. 
Um, yeah, I mean, she's, she's a tragic character. I mean, basically being taken apart at all points in time. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing, though, that in the comics that she's the one that eventually wields the gauntlet, I was yeah. waiting for that moment I was hoping for that a little time. bit. But, yeah, you know, get what you get. I'm happy with how it went down, but... All right. Um, so that's all for the main characters. If you guys want to talk about any of the characters who were dusted and came back in any moments that they had uh, in that in that final battle scene... Yeah. So uh, I actually want to start with saying that Sam calling Cap and made a callback directly to Winter Soldier. Cap, on your left. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh, shit. And then they start marching through and I'll just let I you guys have it. I love that one line where um, Peter's talking. I think it was – I forget who he was talking. Maybe Tony right before like, they really get into all this stuff. And he's like, yeah, I woke up. I must have like passed out or something. And you were just gone. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Strange is like doing that thing with the yellow circle and everything. And he's like, like, five years has passed. Yeah. (laughs) He's like, five years has passed. Then we get back to the earth now. And and I just love how like frantic and stuff he is. He's just so good. And then Tony's just like, shut the hell up and give me a hug. (laughs) Yeah. That was was a heartwarming moment there. Yeah. Uh, Because Pete's basically the reason any of this happened for Tony. And then his panicky with the gauntlet. Ah, activate instant kill mode. <laughs> Dude, that was a fucking kick-ass moment. Yeah. Like, because first of all, the, the red eyes. And then he just starts murdering aliens, which is, I mean, like, he's not actually doing it. Yeah. He's doing it. But uh, <laughs> it was crazy. He's like, I got this. I got this. Uh, I don't got this. And then, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, heads up. Hey, Queens, heads up. And he throws Mjolnir. Mm-hmm. And he webs on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was epic. They played... Any scene with him, they they do well with like his choreography and stuff and mm-hmm. all that. Uh, I, I can't believe how how many times his mask comes off. Like you're in the middle of a battle. Like literally anything could happen at any time. And, you want to keep that armor on, yeah, and it, and it really seemed like at any chance he could. It was just like, and the mask comes off of Peter. I'm wondering if maybe he's used to like his like standard like cloth uh, costume, so and he's not used to, like the iron spider suit. Yeah, because he's only had the iron spider suit for like a few hours by this point. Like, yeah, he's not completely used to it. No. Yeah. True. So I wonder if maybe it's just a habit to like constantly take his mask off. Maybe. I don't know, but I just ah. Uh. Nothing ba- bad. Oh, no, yeah, no. it was just something. It's, I was like curious. Huh. It's along yeah. the lines of him sharing his name with everybody. Um, <laughs> um, so sticking with Spider-Man, though, mm-hmm. I was I was saying this to to uh, Jesse beforehand. Um, when they first came back, and it was like everybody joined the battle. Um, and Spider-Man was just swinging in the middle of a battlefield. I'm like, what is this fucking like PlayStation Two? <laughs> Like, what are you swinging from? Like, and and Jesse was like, "Well, you know, yeah, there's a lot of like, like debris and there's stuff. A lot, there was there's the debris. flying Chitari aliens and stuff. You could yeah. be swinging off of that. Yeah. Like, I don't there buy our stuff. I don't buy and then debris, the no- though. The Nova Corps was there, and they had ships overhead. Yeah, there was so a lot of flying. There was a lot things. of stuff that he could have in the air. True, true. Yeah, but it, like the the way they shot it. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just like, this looks all too shittily familiar. I did love the thing with. Falcon as he flew into that one guy and stabbed, stabbed him, him with the wings mm-hmm. and then stabbed him again and then stabbed him again. It was like, yes, yes, yeah. get that payback, dude. Yep. And uh, Panther, oh my God, when he was running with the gauntlet. Just building up all that kinetic energy. And then just blowing dudes oh off. Oh my God. Let's go. Yep. Phrasing. Yeah. You, t- you take <laughs> it. You take it. 
Take it and run. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that was that was incredible. Um, yeah, and that that moment with A Force was fucking fantastic because most of them were gone. I mean, mm-hmm. and we haven't even touched on how everybody fucking came back and how epic of a moment that oh was. Dude. All the different sling rings opening at once. Yes, and, and well, at that point though, Cap is fucked. He's yeah, the his, only he's the only person standing. His shield is broken. Yeah. Like you know, he can barely stand. He's in trouble. Like in any other movie, that would have been the end of a fight. Yeah, I thought he was dead. I I, I was I was, I was expecting Thanos just to come up and just stab him. Yeah, and that was gonna be it. Um and, and that that end scene, man, he was pretty badass too. That giant blade he's wielding and like oh, yeah. spinning it fast enough to deflect Wanda's like yeah. energies. Oh my god. I, I was out of control. How does he? How how do you do that? I There's just, his head in the middle. How do you grip it fast enough that you can spin it? I don't know. Titan. I don't know. <laughs> Titan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that was probably the most epic moment in yeah. the entire MCU so far. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you can replicate that again for at least five to ten years. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And it can't happen in, in the same way, in my opinion. Um, I did love that you got different looks at iconic MCU moments. Yeah. Uh, Peter Quill dancing on... Um, mm-hmm. On uh, Morag. Yes, Morag. Thank and, you. And like we said before, this is a time time traveling movie. So you get moments from, you know, all the other movies that came before this. All but from different, different angles. And, yes, from a different perspective. Or and like it, in between different scenes. It actually fills some plot holes yeah. as well. Um, it, it just made it work way better. Mm-hmm. Um, that whole thing with, with Loki mm-hmm. uh, at, at Avengers Tower. Like why is his, we didn't know why his mouth, how or when his mouth got um, locked up. You see that. Um, <laughs> and then there's... Um, yeah, there's that moment on Morag. Uh, there's Alexander Pierce, in, yeah, in the in the lobby, which I was not expecting that at all. Me neither. It was such a surprise. I thought Cap was going to fight on that elevator. I thought so. Too. so. Everyone in the theater did. We were just well, like, "Oh shit, it's about to go down." Well, that was the so that was the first scene that Chris Evans filmed with the Russo brothers uh, in Winter Soldier, which was the first movie that they did together. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Chris Evans actually says that that is his favorite scene. That he ever did with the Russos up until Endgame, yeah. so uh, you know, not surprising. It was such a cool, cool thing to go back to, <laughs> you know, and to have it go Hail Hydra completely, oh like differently. <laughs> like, like the looks on Crossbones and Sitwell's faces, they're just like, oh shit, we got Captain America. Yeah, awesome. Yep, <laughs> just like so good they just look like bad guys yeah. what are you what are you giving what them the case for and <laughs> and here's the thing about that scene it was shot almost frame for frame identically because you got the the clip like the dude sweating you know sit well and it was just like oh okay are they are they really about to do this again and just to completely take the rug out from under you was i thought amazing yeah um so man any anything else from the from the callback oh, moments i, I have to see it again honestly to yeah. really process it all yeah i, I mean that, that's the hard part because it is it is three hours of movie and, and even it doesn't feel like it that's going on there's there's so much like i'm 
almost having difficulty writing the full review here because there's so much to sift through. I don't want it to be too out of control. Yeah. But I, I, there's just, I don't want to miss anything significant, you know? Sure. Uh, so you, you almost have to see it twice, you know, if you have six hours of of time. Oh, by the way, there's no post credit scene. Yes, so if you nothing. if you got up and walked out, you did the right thing. Yes. Um so yeah, uh overall, what do you think of the movie? Like your your final final review type thing here. There was a few things here and there that kind of bugged me, but other than that, I loved it. What were they? I think we touched upon all of them. Yeah, oh, okay. the, we the, the Hawkeye yeah. thing. The Hawkeye thing and just some inconsistencies time travel. time travel and yeah. that. Got it. Time travel is always tough because yeah. those rules. <laughs> Everything you know about time travel is from back to the future. <laughs> oh, good. Because, you <laughs> know, knew. for a second there, I thought. <laughs> you just knew a bunch of movies. And I was like, and Die Hard. Wait, no, Die Hard's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam, what did you think overall? I... I, I, I literally couldn't believe what I was seeing. Yeah, um, that's fair. Especially for that whole like final half hour. <sighs> yeah, seriously. Um, I, I, it's it's a comic book movie, right? And w- which falls into sci-fi. And I feel like one of the biggest sci-fi things you could do is time travel. And over a span of twenty-one movies. They hadn't even hinted at doing anything like it. And then they just fucking did it. Like, last call. This is it. Pulling out all the stops. What is the last resort in, like, a sci-fi fucking time travel? And they did it right. With a few things, you know, that could be a little problematic if you really, really, really want to pull it apart. But at the end of the day... What do we actually know about time travel? We don't know fucking anything. So whatever you write, as long as it's kind of plausible, it could be true. Yeah. We don't know. That's the truth. Quantum mechanics is not my area of expertise. I don't think it's anyone's area of expertise. But like just listening to like how Tony was explaining like all like the issues and stuff and like what could go wrong and how unpredictable it is, I was like just having that little bit of science background. It's like, yeah, no, I actually couldn't believe that. Like that that's plausible. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, man, I think it's just one of the best done movies I've ever seen. Just, I thought it was it was written to a point where it was almost impeccable. Um, obviously, there were some small nitpicky issues, but if we're talking nitpicky, and that's the worst thing I can find about mm-hmm. it, you've done an excellent job. Yeah, the action sequences were among the best I've ever seen. Um, it like there to- there were four times I think I almost cried during that movie, which is yeah, me too, unheard of. I don't emote like that in public. Um, and to have me at that, like, just at the edge was was incredible. And I enjoyed myself thoroughly, top to bottom. So I no, no complaints for me, really. Amazing. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Yeah. About the movie, honestly. I, Where do I, you think they go from here? I need to go see it again. Yeah. I can't even hazard a guess. No, honestly. We, we know Spider Man's coming, but after yeah, that, after that, I, I can't even hazard a guess. I, we were talking a little bit well, Guardians earlier. Too. Ask Guardians, yeah, of the Galaxy. <laughs> 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 yeah, the one line uh, just just popped in my mind. 
that is America's ass. I was good. I was trying to figure out a way to work that in earlier, but it just didn't fit naturally. I didn't like that. You didn't like it? I mean, it was it was funny for what it was, but I really think, like I said in the beginning, I think they did a little bit too much humor, where it was it might have been misplaced, and I think that was like the biggest standout moment for me. I was but like, he was looking at himself. I was like, like just admiring his own physique. I mean, that was kind of funny. I was like, really? Yeah, why not? I could I could have left it. Yeah, but. that's fine. It was still it was still funny. All right, you got me. It was still funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, you could do like I don't know what they're going to do with Chris Hemsworth's uh, contract. Yeah. But having him be a part of the Guardians franchise would be amazing. Yeah. Especially uh, since you have all the Ice Guardians on Earth now. So it's, yeah. What are you going to really do with the Ice Guardians? Val- and... Valkyrie's kind of in charge. Yeah. That's status quo shifting. Yep. Um, oh, we could get an independent Valkyrie movie. We could. Ooh, we that'd could. Be good. Um, you know, obviously we're talking about Fantastic Four and X-Men and all that stuff, but yeah, obviously you're looking for, you're moving forward with the core of Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, Guardians, Panther, and, Panther yeah. Um, Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Cat Marvel. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that's, that's probably your core moving forward yeah. and we'll see what happens. I don't know if they're going to do another Ant-Man movie, but. And I'm assuming we'll eventually get a new Captain America with Sam and. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. Because the Disney Plus show, uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon. So that brings us back to the what are you question do that I had earlier about the Disney Plus stuff when we're talking about news. Yeah. When is this set? I think it's going to be set pre-Infinity War. It, it almost has, has to be. be. Almost has to be because you, you want to explore that time between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah, because Loki's dead at the beginning of Infinity War. Yeah. Vision's dead at the end of Infinity War. And does not come back. No. At, in Endgame at all. But he's an android. He can be rebuilt. But the whole thing was that he had the Mind Stone in him, so... Yeah, but they suggested in Infinity War that he was he a series of, of yeah. overlays and I don't think they're going to, though. Maybe. Never know. They might. I I personally don't think I, they I th- will, but... I think they would probably go back before Infinity War, but we'll see. So my my question is, for, for Sam, if he's going to be the new Captain America, mm-hmm. is he going to get the Super Soldier Serum? No, he doesn't. He doesn't in the comic books. Never. No. Then, ha- so I he mean, just has a shield. It's not. I mean, it's more about the symbol, Sam. Yeah, it's it's more symbolic. Um, Aren't you, you not an American? You know, he he's he's Cap in a very different way than Steve is, which is kind of cool. Like, if if you read it, like you see, he's a, he's a completely different personality than Steve is. Steve is all hope and optimism, where Falcon as Captain America is more based in a little bit of skepticism and disillusionment. Um, but it works. It finds a way to work. Okay. So I'm curious about where they're going to go from here. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not familiar with Sam as, um, as Captain America. So I'm really curious to see how that goes. Yeah. So yeah, that was, that was pretty much like my burning thought, I guess at the, at the very end. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Uh, Final thoughts. That was my final thought. That was your final thought? I think we've wrapped things up pretty nicely. Go see the movie, then go see the movie again. That's it for me. Yeah. Maybe even a third time, depending on how well the second time goes. (laughs) I actually do. I'd want to see it, if I could, two more times in theaters. Once in like a matinee where there's nobody there because I missed a lot of stuff from like applause and laughs and and cheers. And it was was crazy. Uh, And then I, I... like selfishly, I want to go see it in a stereotypically black movie theater. 
because uh, I just feel like that experience is just going to blow everything else out of the water. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, everybody, you heard it. We know you know what we think. Um, go see it. That's about it. Um, everybody, thank you for listening. So we really appreciate it. Uh, and this is it, guys. This this is it. We've got one more movie. Just kind of put a bow on everything, and that's it. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. Uh, be sure to check out our review. That's going to be coming very soon. We'll probably be up by the time you even listen to this. So yeah. yeah. Um, the spoiler-free version. The spoiler-free, definitely. Yeah. The spoiler one, probably. Probably. Yep. I'll probably so be sure to read that. Um, be sure to recommend this podcast to everybody. Um, and until next time, guys, I'm Sam. I'm Mike. And I'm Jesse. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy Endgame. Endgame.